You're listening to DraftKings Network. Man like troops, back again. About my blood clot, yang, all of that. Man came on the Cooligans and shut the thing down. Make sure you watch. If you don't, you're a ham roll, blood. Hi, papi. Let's go. Vamos. Let's Yet go. another incredible Amazing Prem Show. That's right. The show hasn't even happened yet, yet, and we know that it's uh, going to be amazing. So that's, that's right. If confidence. you were here before that, you got to you got to experience a lot of cool technical stuff for our <laughs> Twitch. And there's going to be an addition that you're going to hear at some point. You're going to wonder why are they doing it? It's not us. <laughs> we have given somewhat control over to the Twitcheteros, as we like to call them. <laughs> we're, we're trying to make this show as interactive as possible you know i want I, we want here's the, the issue with that though is we're allowing our fans so <laughs> and there okay. it is. You just heard okay. It. okay i think Thank fans you, just wait in <laughs> <laughs> we have given the our, our twitcheteros the people in our twitch chat a chance to spend a few of the golly bucks which are the points you earn for interacting with us and if you have 2,000 to spare, and some people have a couple hundred thousand, uh, you get to play an air horn whenever you want. Whenever you want. And so you so there's going to be, there might be some, uh, you know, just random disruptive air horns uh, from time to time. But you know what? There's, there's something about the air horn that it's, you only hear when something good is happening. There's never right. like, you're not at a funeral and then bam, bam, bam. That rarely right. happens. If you're, if you're <laughs> listening to a DJ and you hear bam, 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 you're not going to get a song you've heard before <laughs> or a song you don't enjoy. Something good's going to happen. You've and, never been at a McDonald's and heard like, meow, 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 breakfast is over. You know what I mean? You're like, nah. <laughs> Why have that sound? Pick a different sound. <laughs> you got me here. Yeah, and then you brought me down here. You know what I mean? Uh, Robert from LA or Roberto from Los Angeles said, uh, the people who just downloaded this podcast are in for a lovely treat. So <laughs> I can't wait till one of us drops a hot take. Did you see that um, uh, that sketch on SNL uh, with Rami Malek? Uh, uh, no. About the- I thought you said with Rami Ma. I'm like, oh, she was on SNL. <laughs> Rami, right? Not Remy. Rami Malek, right? Yeah. Uh, with the with the the new the three dudes uh, the please don't destroy uh, guys those, the the three dudes that that were popular on Twitter and then uh, they got yeah hired yeah, yeah. they did a bunch of great but they sketches. did a great one that was so funny where where Rami Malik was essentially he going into the room kind of uh, p- uh you know kind of pitching a sketch and then he just walks in and goes um I've been I've been having a great time here at SNL uh I, I think I deserve a treat. And the guys, the guys, are like, yeah, what? And they're like, I've been, I've been really well behaved. I think I deserve a treat. And they're like, what do you mean? Okay, he's like, and he gives him like a mouse pad, and he's like, I want another treat. And it's just, <laughs> is that the one where he like breaks the laptop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so yeah, yeah, funny, it's, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, uh, it's just an adult asking for a treat. There's like almost nothing more uncomfortable. <laughs> it made me so happy. <laughs> coming through came in (laughs) hot fire immediately missed the whole chat just came in yes (laughs) well we look we uh we're excited to be here hello everybody welcome to a brand new prem show uh my name is christian polanco hey i'm alexis guerrero we are the cooligans we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest 
football program right here live on hey. Twitch every Tuesday. It's football, mate. It's football, <laughs> mate, M8, okay? Yeah, uh, and it's not just that. It's also the gulliest. You feel me? Right, and we, we're here every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch. We, uh, like, as you heard uh, up top, the show is becoming more and more interactive. So not only will you hear us, but you will hear the Twitch chat. When they want to chime in, they will drop the air horn uh, from time That's right. to time. <laughs> also, let us know what other sounds you want. Maybe there's something specific. I had the idea to be like something where a sound where it's when you agree with something or a sound when you disagree with something. So we could have that playing in the background. So if, if one of us says something wildly inflammatory, like Christian tends to do, mm-hmm. right? We all know. Typical. Uh, you could play a sound that says like, nah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Or maybe Just like, all over if, the place. and if you uh, uh, agree, you could be, it could be like a sound that says facts, B. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> no facts. Facts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, w- the the longer we're here, I'll, I'll we'll come up with more ideas, more uh, fun things to do uh, to to help the the, the chat interact. Um, but uh, a lot to uh, a lot to discuss. Obviously, we just saw uh, Champions League, a bunch of other things. Before we get into all of that, um, the, uh, this week on, uh, if you watch our show on Fubo TV. Uh, this week is going to be re-airing the the Friendsgiving episode that we uh, did with Jillian Sakovitz and Susanna Collins uh, of MLS, uh, and they host the, the great podcast, The Call Up. Uh, ch- check that out. It's going to be on Fubo TV. It's on the interview itself is on the Fubo Sports YouTube channel. Uh, so please check that out or listen to the podcast as the Cooligans podcast as well. Uh, yeah, that's so right. By he, the way, in the chat, uh, Board Martin was like, "Hey man, we get three max Colo Blanco." Use them wisely. And Colo Blanco said, I'm a mod. I can finesse more. <laughs> All right. We have, we have hit, uh, we have hit dangerous level. Also, ex Michael Raven said, make one that says tits. <laughs> <laughs> really, just, uh, just a, a repeat it. We don't need that, that, that sound just being repeated over and over. I don't know how, uh, how conducive. It will be to a good <laughs> podcast. Uh, also, I love that, like, you know, in the future, a Premier League club or uh, some Champions League club would be like, I think I want to work with these boys. <laughs> Let me listen to one of their most recent episodes. This is, Literally, look, just like the Twitch chat is going to ruin every professional <laughs> opportunity for us. <laughs> no, 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 no. We take the sport seriously. You don't understand. You don't, no, don't Please don't play a clip of our show. <laughs> There's no reason. No, no, no. We weren't talking about Michael Carrick's tits. What are we, crazy? <laughs> we're we're, we're not mind. disrespectful. <laughs> Look, when I said Jaden Sancho and then you heard my voice say this, it wasn't me saying it. These were people who were paying gully bucks. You gotta, you gotta explain it to these, you know, this, uh, these boomers, you know, they these don't get buddy it. buddy duddy execs. <laughs> buddy, you don't get it. And then you hear an air horn during the meeting, like, I honestly don't know where that one came from. We're in an office. <laughs> So, um, uh, yes, a lot to, uh, uh, a lot to cover. Um, I mean, yeah, just, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving is this week, so enjoy Thanksgiving, but yeah, obviously still a lot of Cooligans content to consume. All right. So this is, this is better than sitting with your family. Uh, okay. They they never say tits. I mean, it's ridiculous. (laughs) It's it's like insulting (laughs) at this point. Uh, also find me a family with an air horn. (laughs) I mean, I doubt it. (laughs) Um, um, 
okay. So uh, <laughs> FIFA degenerate said Cully Bucks is the new crypto. Bro, we got uh we should start our own uh you know blockchain. Dude, I've been <laughs> saying this, yo, titty coin, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't want that. You might as well buy two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they come in pairs. I mean, you're really <laughs> Anyway. Oh, turkey or ham, says Alacron. Nah, it is the Thanksgiving episode. Mm. What are we what are we doing? Or are you doing a tofurkey? No, well, I'm going to uh my fiance's family's home and they they very traditional and do uh turkey. Uh and then I'm going to my brother's uh Hannah Banana gifting a sub to Superstitions RS. Thank you so much. Thank you, Superstitions RS. Uh so you're splitting time between fiance fam and my brother's house. Yeah. But your brother, your fat your house growing up, Dominicans, y'all didn't do turkey, right? Sometimes turkey, sometimes uh sometimes ham. Uh ham or pork? Pork, pork. Yeah. We can do ham. Cubans do three types of pork. Which, so uh, we do, we, we used to, obviously we do penin, mm-hmm. we do, do costilla, and then sometimes we would do jamon. But, okay, you know, my family's gotten a little bit older, a little bit smaller. Some people have passed away. Uh, they used to do babo, turkey just for D, just for my wife, because they're like, here comes the white one. You got to do turkey <laughs> for them or else they get upset. Uh, <laughs> but you don't want to, you wife, don't want to anger them. They, they're I mean, gonna, they, they're gonna... they seem to have a better relationship with the police than we do. Uh, <laughs> and I like the officials. Um, <laughs> so, uh, they don't, uh, they don't do it anymore because my wife actually doesn't like turkey. She's oh. like, can I just stop eating turkey? And my whole family was like, you have no idea how much of a relief this know, is for right? us. Wow. So no more turkey. So we just do straight pork all the way through. But I do kind of like turkey. You know what I like? I like the restaurants that do like turkey sandwiches and stuff the next day, you know, that I like. Oh, with like the leftovers? Yeah, or like they call it like the leftover sandwich, you know, where they do like the, they slather the gravy in there and there's a little bit of like a, like maybe like a fried mashed potato cube or something in there. You know what I mean? Mm. Paolo Minnesota said, Alexis is going full titty. He's going to change it to the soccer titty again. <laughs> <laughs> we should do something where if you pay like $10,000, I will hold up the stress. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Ooh, I've done lamb before for Thanksgiving, said uh, Board Martin. Look at that. Uh, FIFA DeGeneres said, Diego and Pablo. Do we need this? Do I need to be a sound? What? <laughs> okay. Look, I, look, huh? at, look at the range. Couple of birds. You know? <laughs> a couple of bird sounds there. Ale- Alexis <laughs> was a, a, a character on, uh, what was the show? <laughs> Why am I forgetting? Police Academy? No, no, no. The Netflix show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman. He was one of the animals on Bojack Horseman. I was a goat. Eduardo the Goat. Okay. and they, they Season six. And they, they ate him for Thanksgiving. Pull up the photo of Eduardo the Goat because someone said I look like Eduardo the Goat. And I could not disagree more. Uh, yeah, I would not. I think it was drawn before I got it. Uh... Eduardo the I mean how am I going to find this on Bing Eduardo Eduardo but uh, Eduardo the go Bojack okay okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can't just do a <laughs> generic Eduardo the goat uh okay wiki okay this is on wiki fandom uh yeah so they've they've I got asked to be on a podcast for someone who does look at that that looks nothing like me <laughs> is this 
Does this look like Alexis in any way? Nothing I, at all. Just the clothing alone. I mean, the Eduardo has way more class, way more stuff. Look at the look at the the pocket square, the the button right? down. Uh, also, he's a uh, not to give away too much about the episode, but Eduardo is the sponsor for someone who was in AA. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, watch Borges. This is <laughs> like a responsible human being. Does it say <laughs> I mean, like, this has nothing to do with th- me? Uh, this is so. This is the Bojack Horseman like wiki page. Does it say that you're the actor? Yeah, isn't that my name right there? Oh, voiced right by voiced by yeah. Alexis Guerreros. Which, yeah. Let me click on this Wikipedia of Alexis Guerreros, and there's nothing. Nothing shows up. There's nothing there. No, no, no. They, look, it's starting. <laughs> hey, you guys, go ahead, fill it in however you want. <laughs> Twitch potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, occupation says um, sober companion at uh, pastitious Malibu. Mm-hmm. Species goat, sex male. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> mer, mer, mer. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Coldwell said, pull up the pic from the benefit where you guys dressed up. I can do. That. Oh yeah, me and a suit, buddy. Did you see some of the responses to that? Yeah, that was I said, really funny. If we were starting a company, what does the company do? And uh, and who does what? And immediately someone said, I'm the CEO's son. <laughs> Is that you? Am I hearing? Uh... No, that's, yeah, that's me. Okay, okay. I thought that was me. Okay. Um... Pablo Minnesota said sex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He laughs at all the titty jokes. That's a Wikipedia entry. I mean, it'd be very true. <laughs> um, so this was actually really cool. But obviously, before we move on with the show, um, we hosted a benefit for America Scores New York. Uh, this was uh, America Scores is an organization that they do soccer, uh, soccer coaching and um, poetry uh, with with kids in uh, like underserved areas in New York. We've worked with them for several years. They're awesome people. Uh, the all the kids that we meet are absolutely inspiring. Uh, you know, even at this event as well, they did like some incredibly like powerful poems, and it was an awesome, awesome ex- uh, experience. If you ever uh, can, if you ever want to donate or help support America Scores New York, I highly recommend that they really, really do uh, a lot of great things for the community and really help a lot of kids directly. So. Um, I apologize for all the police and uh, fire department sounds outside. Something damn wow must be going on. Did it, but you did your wife call them? What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's because the uh, air horn's too high. <laughs> FIFA Degenerate said you hosted that. Yes, we did host that. Yeah. Um, you know, we the Alexis didn't bring the stress data. We kept it only for Twitch here. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you, thank Boy you, Martin. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, we did host it. <laughs> this is going to be ridiculous. If you're listening, let us know what you think of this and. Why aren't you a part of the Twitch at that? So um, obviously Robbie Earl, Robbie Musto and Kyle Martino are in this photo. Uh, and uh, we, so we got to host it. Robbie um, Earl. Look was- at the various states of dress. Robbie Earl and Robbie Earl's wearing a sweater and a winter jacket, like a winter suit. I'm yeah. wearing the suit that fits. <laughs> no tie. <laughs> Christian Polanco looks very much like the leader of a real estate trust startup. <laughs> Robbie Musto looks like the guy who lives next door who was invited and doesn't want to be there. And Carmitino, Kyle Martino is a guy whose motorcycle broke down in front of the event. That is. Right. Yeah. yeah. Literally, he just got back from like banging some chick in the bathroom. It's like, <laughs> right, right, I, don't, right. I don't know why he chose to dress like this. Oh, he's like, man, I really, I really vang hold that sticky link. <laughs> so, Yo, I had to listen back to last week's episode just to make sure because someone tweeted out like, 
I love it when Alexis completely loses it. And I was like, did I completely lose? I completely lost it on that show. <laughs> um, so the um, uh, so yeah, so uh, they, they were they were all amazing, and and we interviewed Robbie Earl on stage, uh, and and he was super gracious. Uh, everybody's super nice. Every this was, I mean, this and this is on the night. Uh, you know, in the afternoon, we get the the news from NBC that they they have secured the the uh, broadcasting rights for the Premier League. So, right. all so the, the Robbies were ready to party. The Robbies like, okay, we're good. We got we got jobs for six more years. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so, I was like, yo, drinks on them, and they didn't balk at that at all. <laughs> you left before the after party, but Robbie Musto was like, come on, I'm buying you a drink because you said on Mike. That I was buying drinks, and he bought me a drink. A man of his word. Uh, Come on now, so, it was actually a man of my word. <laughs> I'm the one who said it. But they were both great, man. It was uh, it, it was uh, really cool, uh, uh, kind of just interacting with them, and and uh, we met their uh, uh, their families. I mean, I think we met Robbie Earl's wife. Uh, everybody was so cool. I mean, it was really like the 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 crowd was like this who's who of uh, of the the soccer world and we're hosting this it's it's bonkers makes no sense how it's the who's who what what was that oh i heard music i go (laughs) it was the who's who i think it was outside Uh, it's the who's who hosted by the who's that (laughs) (laughs) what are those guys uh but um, yes, uh, Stephen Jumper just said, "Yo, I got four homes to claim, uh, but there are no more. They should sh- show up after every thirty seconds. I have I have a thirty second delay uh, for right. each. Right, so it's not just litter. So every thirty seconds, people know thirty seconds have passed on the show because you keep hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys going to be on NBC now? Not as not as of yet. We know we, we are not. But uh, unless they tell us where the studio is and we just walk through a live segment. <laughs> Other than that." Uh, but it, it was uh, super fun. Uh, again, really, really great uh, uh, experience uh, and, and hanging out with all those folks. Every, yeah, everybody's like, you know, Car Martino's doing. We hosted also an event that uh, Alexis hosted the, uh, an event the night before uh, at another spot in, in New York City. Uh, For the Over Under Initiative, which is Car Martino's uh, sort of goal that pops up out of the ground that he's putting in the uh, in yeah. like the basketball courts. Uh, the next one's going to be in the Bronx, which is really, I don't know if we're allowed to say it. Whatever. We yeah. Set up. yeah uh, the next one's there. going to be in the Bronx. So this was a uh, benefit to raise funds for that, which is really dope. Right, right. So the, um, so Alexis hosted, I did stand up as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And also Brent Morin. Uh, you may remember Brent from, uh, he has a Netflix special. He was on um, The Undateables. Uh, uh, Undateable on the show on NBC. Uh, uh, yeah, it was that was super fun too. Hanging out. There's so many. They, like this is what I always tell people. Like if you have the opportunity to go at like soccer events or anything that's going on in your community, whether it, it's a a MLS, USL, any but anything you hear about, like this community is like there's just nothing better in this community, man. Everybody's just so dope uh, and and supportive, and everybody's like bringing their own thing to to the the, the soccer world. So uh, get involved if you can, because I highly I highly recommend it. Always really really fun. Completely agree. Okay. So, um, uh, where to begin? Should we? I mean, we mentioned the NBC deal. We said we were going to talk about it. NBC did win the the broadcasting rights for the Premier League for another six years, uh, two point six billion dollars. Uh, that's a lot of gully bucks if you transfer it. Uh, wow! The conversion. Imagine it. the amount of air horns you can do with that. Uh, in fact, it makes me think maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. 
I, I feel bad for NBC. They spend so much money on Premier League when they could have just had all these air horns. Um, but I mean, you know, there was, I, from what I heard, someone else bid more. But because of the longstanding relationship that NBC has had with the Premier League, the Premier League chose to go with them. And also, they have access to linear and digital, which it seems like every other person who bid was digital only. Oh. Which I feel like this might be the last sports deal that has linear, like linear attached to it. No, right? Like this seems like the end of of linear. Oh, I hate this. Hannah Banana just said, if you're on the app, just relaunch the stream and the God air horn it. is available again. You can't God. crack the system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God damn it. We've Hannah. been over and <laughs> Hannah, you're gonna you're gonna bring this whole thing down. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> so um the yeah, so I I I don't know if I uh agree. I mean, I still think there's going to be the um People still are, are going to need linear television. Oh my god. Thank you. Oh my god, die. <laughs> we got I'm gonna have to raise the cost of this. It's just too it's just too affordable. Um, this is gonna be 10k. <laughs> um so the uh uh people are, are still gonna need linear television. You know, the, the But do you care about sports on TV? Don't you care more about it on the apps anyway? So the one the one thing I like about sports on TV is on regular linear television is that the digital side is always like 30 seconds delayed i really don't right. like that i hate that like so if you're if you have anything you know if you have but a, i like, think an that's alert, because if you have an alert I think that's because they're taking the tv feed and then putting it on the app right if right. there was no tv feed it would oh, just be the app. oh maybe i i don't know if that's uh i think the th- there's a latency issue that uh, that happens when it's going to uh, digital services that I don't know if can be that easily resolved because they could have just resolved it in my opinion, but maybe I'm wrong. No, you're uh, probably right. Um, they, th- that part of it, when you have any kind of alert, uh, like I have Everton alerts on FOTMOB. So I see the score. If I'm watching right. digitally on Peacock, I see that they probably got scored on <laughs> before right. I actually <laughs> see it on screen. Uh, so that part you of see, it. Oh, look at that own goal. Uh, and then it <laughs> happened. But that's why I actually shut off the Fat Mob uh, updates because that would happen to me. It doesn't happen so much with Fubo, but when I watch on whatever app is associated with that channel, like if you watch on Peacock or NBC Sports app, or if you watch on like the Paramount Plus app, you do get it much later. Yeah, what yeah you, for some reason, Fubo seems to be a little bit closer to real. Maybe, yeah. I mean, realistically, these apps should have like a 30-second delay before they alert before they send out the alerts, I think. But then the app isn't updated, uh, up-to-date, well, or as, as up-to-date as it, it should be. I mean, 30, you can't live without, if you're not watching the game, you don't care about the alerts being second accurate to the, or accurate to the second. I do. Why? Why not? What are you going to miss? <laughs> You're not watching the game. There's no... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that would be my only uh, reason to stay, uh, you know, kind of connected to linear television. Uh, but whatever. Um, the, uh, so, but obviously, big news. And, and a lot of people are happy with M- NBC and their coverage. And, you know, Rob, so speaking of the event, like, Robbie Earl. And Robbie Musto and Kyle, I mean, people mm-hmm. 
I mean, constantly getting stopped for photos. They were they're heroes to a lot of soccer fans. They 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 are the faces that they connect with uh, before they are are seeing the Premier League. And, and I mean, just part of our hosting gig was to do, you know, like um, like trivia. And one of the trivia questions was, you know, uh, who here, you know, and is also on NBC Sport. It was pretty easy, but uh, you know, scored the first goal for Jamaica ever in a World Cup, and you're just like. My God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's a lot of like what you you've done such incredible things, <laughs> and you have to sit through us two talking. <laughs> like that seems rude, dude. yeah. But you feel bad having to yeah. put him through this, you know. Um, so uh, yeah, like you know, it was it was great to meet them, but not on top of that, seeing how happy everyone else was to to meet them really just shows like the 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 effect that their coverage has on uh on folks um thank you oh my god die for another gifted sub much appreciated okay so uh okay so what's uh what's up next um which- let's talk about finally manchester united uh sacks ole Gunnar Solskjaer. yeah I heard, in probably I heard the classiest sacking of all time mm. i gotta give it to ole Gunnar Solskjaer. he uploads a video of him saying I hope the fans enjoyed my time here. I hope I made the club better. You know, I love you guys. Uh, I can't wait to be back. And I'm always going to root for you. And there's video of pictures of him stopping to hug a fan. And the fan has like a full leg tattoo on his, like a, what, a full calf tattoo of Manchester United. I mean, what a, what a way to go, you know, for all the vitriol that was uh, thrown his way just completely sort of diffused all of it. Yeah, the video... I'd never seen somebody do that. I've never seen someone just kind of smile through the hate and make everyone feel bad that they hated that person. I think that was a a good... um, Look, I I think the the, the last few months... (laughs) Steven Chumbo's loving loving that take. Uh, I think... (laughs) The last few months of, uh, you know, the uh, of of Ollie's, uh, uh time at, at Manchester United have clearly been difficult. Where it, it, it is, it's yeah. it, it's a frust- a frustrating thing. I think even for the people that were criticizing him, we saw uh, Gary Neville being like, "Oh, he, that's my friend. I, I can't say negative things about him. I can't wish for any manager to be sacked." And people, I, I think that says a lot about Ollie's character. To the point where even on top of the the immense amount of pressure that this job brings, people were like, no, I can't say something bad about this guy. He's that he's that good a dude. Um, And again, it doesn't mean that he's he's qualified to to hold the position if he's not getting uh, the results. But it, it, it says a lot about that. They respect him so much. And they value him and appreciate him so much for who he is and what he's done for either them personally or for the club that they're like, I can't say a negative word about this man. And then and this is why so many people were mad at those pundits, because like, why can't you be as mad as I am? And it's like, well, I think this explains why. So there's two things like, you know, them not sacking him earlier came across as ineptitude. Right. Right. And it doesn't seem like that now the, you know, the sort of, you know, the, the perception changes now, you know what I mean? Now it's not 
so much that, oh, they were inept and didn't have a pl- They certainly didn't have a plan. But it wasn't that they were inept and didn't want to sack him because they had no other thing. They didn't know how to do it or they didn't know what to do next or they thought, no, this will be fine. It's because he's such a class individual. You know what I mean? Yeah. You give this guy time. If he was in the in the dressing room or in the training room or in the front office, the way he was in this video, I, too, would have given this guy maybe a little bit more, you know, a little bit more time than he should than he earned. Which right. is exactly what ended up happening. So, yeah. And, and this video, I think some some people were critical of it and some people. Wait a minute. Soccer fans were critical. <laughs> so, but some people were critical because, you know, when I'm, when any manager gets uh, sacked, usually it's like, all right, you know, don't let the door hit you on the way out, blah, blah, blah. But I, I appreciated this from Manchester United because they really d- do respect him and they want him to be valued and appreciated for, uh, w- with the club for the rest of his life. They don't want to take right. a club legend and then kind of tar and feather him and send him on his way and never be uh, invited back to Old Trafford. They're, I think this was, a, this was a nice thing to do to say, hey, this, look, it didn't work out, but cl- look at this guy. Like he, he is... He ha- he cares so much for this club, and 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 we should we should appreciate his time here, even though it didn't lead to the 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 results that that people may have wanted. Um, but uh, there was uh, let's play the video. This probably is not how it happens at Arsenal. Let's, Although, go ahead, play the video. Play the video. It's fifty seconds, but it, it is pretty sentimental. You're gonna play the whole thing. It's fifty seconds. You're gonna be watching. Oh my god! Today, so what would you say to the players ahead of you know another big game, which is just a couple of days away? In no, VRL? it's as I've 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 said to them uh, this morning as well. You know, trust yourself. You know, we're we're better than this. We we we've not been able to show it, but go out, chest out, enjoy being a Man United player, Champions League, the biggest stage. If and when you win the game, you're through to the next round. Michael's going to be in charge. Michael's, I've got the utmost respect. He's, I, I love Michael to bits. Becoming emotional now because he's top and um, nah, that's, um, they'll, be, they'll be fine. I'll, I'll watch them and support them. I mean, you're always going to be welcome at Old Trafford. You know that. Well, I hope so. I hope so anyway. Well, it's been brilliant dealing with you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. See you soon. Honestly, shame on all of you for being mean to this. How <laughs> dare you? I, I don't know how you could live with yourself after seeing that. I'm, how is that the youngest grandpa on earth? <laughs> I'm like getting emotional. And yeah, every every week after week, it's like, Ali out, get him out of here. He's it, the, the job is bigger than him and all this stuff. So I'm like, man, this guy really loves this opportunity and he loves this club. Like, what are we doing? Um, I, I, you'll always be welcome back. He's like, I sure hope so. I'm like, oh my God, you'll always be welcome. I'm not even a Manchester United I mean, fan. If you look at his eyes, I mean, he's been crying. It looks like he's been crying for like six days already. Bro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the fans have been crying for six months, but uh, brush your banana, banana. Loving the puns. Uh, Brushy87 said, uh, for fans of a certain age, he holds a special place in our hearts. I think maybe younger fans who don't remember him or his era probably don't have that emotional connection to him. Yeah. But I also think that emotional, emotional connection is what led to such an elongated period of mediocrity. You know what I mean? You got to make that change faster, yeah. but um, Jay worth 24 shouts to Jay worth 24. I haven't seen him in a minute. Uh, said Manu was burned by Van Hall and Mourinho causing problems. 
They like Ole not causing any issues for the board. Speaking of getting burned by Van Hall, right? That was Miss Van Hall. <laughs> really got to bring it back. <laughs> you got callbacks from last every week. Episode. You know? uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah, look, it, 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 look, it doesn't excuse. Um, uh, it doesn't excuse mediocrity. That that's kind of we, we all kind of understand that. It's just that the, the it seems that in the last. Um, I don't know what, maybe five, six years that the bar to win the Premier League and to win Ch- Champions League requires a a a level of consistency that is almost unheard of. It's it's how, but also you can't get a man. You know, I'm not the first person to say this. Flex said this on on the uh, on the Complex show. We're past that era, and it's a really great point. We're past the era now where you want a manager. For a long period of time, which I disagree. I think that's what Arsenal is doing. Um, and I actually like it. I, I obviously am obviously still riding with Arteta. I think he's fine. Besides uh, the drubbing he took uh, at Anfield, he's not the first one. But um, we're past that era now. If you are Manchester United, you're not in a position that you need someone like an Arteta to sort of right the ship, get rid of all the other stuff, and then sort of build you back up to where you were when your long-term manager was there. You've spent you know, half a billion dollars on players. Yo, you need a manager that's going to come in and win with the squad. I think now, you know, Chelsea had been ridiculed for years for, you know, sacking their managers, firing their managers, like almost immediately the chance you're not great. Boom. You gone. You know what I mean? And then they bring somebody like Frank Lampard legend. They had zero problem. Put a gun to his head and, and pulling the trigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. They sacked him without any remorse. And then they brought in Tuchel and what happened? And they started winning trophies immediately with a team that Frank couldn't, you know? So I think people see that. And I think especially United fans and they're like, well, how come that's not us? How come we're not just doing that? Why are we sticking with this guy where it's clearly not working and it hasn't gotten better? And yeah, it hasn't gotten terrible, but we should be finding someone that makes us better, not keeping someone that just hasn't completely fucked up. Right. And I think that's a good point, you know? Yeah. I mean, the, um, so I'm, I'm, uh, reading Arsene Wenger's book right now. And right. It, Which I have a copy of and I have not read. And it, it, it's, it's fascinating hearing him talk about the, just the, 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 how much strange he got right. dude <laughs> <laughs> the, but his it's the whole book he, so so it makes when i think of manchester united and their success it's it's obviously because of the culture that sir alex ferguson created right and the success of the, the, the arsenal years where they where they were successful it's it is a a combination of creating a culture uh that is you know, uh, uh, where there's 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 unity, where there's teamwork, where all, all these things. But there's a there's a hearing him hearing Arsene Wenger talk about the uh, uh, the obsession. He's just obsessed with the sport, with every detail about like he. It's almost like a a um, you know not not someone who paints paintings, but somebody who who owns like an art. Uh, an art gallery where they can they can uh, spot and identify what is beautiful art and 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 what isn't and that is you know the the he could, it's he, like a sommelier right 
Right. Yeah, and, they're they're thinking about the thing we're enjoying at a much higher level. And that's and that's what Arsene Wenger f- feels like. Uh, that, that that is what it is is his. his uh, You've grabbed him. I'm that's done. I've done. Let me a touch little it. wrinkly bow, way tighter than you. Think. Let me let you up and down. <laughs> so you stay. Okay. Uh, but that that's the, the type of person that he comes across as. Sir Alex Ferguson, also another person that seems just a, a, a obsessive about how to identify what, what players are, what players strengths are, what their weaknesses are, being able to communicate those things and creating a culture. And after Sir Alex Ferguson left, that culture had left with him. That is what is absolutely clear. There is uh, uh, Manchester United, especially after that loss to, to Watford. Yeah. It, but isn't that, isn't that like that era has already left. I don't right know. Now, I, we're in the era of re- mercenary but, managers. I, oh, that idea of this sort of custodian, no, caretaker manager. Before you who, continue. You know, goes top to bottom. That don't exist no more. They, they, at least they, not for clubs at that level. Absolutely. And that's the point. Look, the, the, that I don't I would never say that that necessarily was the norm. Managers got let go. Often, even before the sure, the, the Premier but I mean, League, but what he's talking about is an era that's bygone. You, right, right. No, I'm not saying that he's talking about that or anybody's talking about that. I'm just saying that right. the it, it's it's about creating uh, that that culture. It's not about keeping your job for a long uh, amount of time. Like we get what the what what's the the scenario is now, but the 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 obsession with the player and the locker room uh, that it, I I don't feel like Ar- Arson. He's talk. He would talk about how he he would. It almost spent 24 hours a day focusing on the game and focusing on his job. And it completely destroyed his relationships with, with family. He wasn't, he didn't see anybody. It, it's why he, he left, he went to Japan because he was like, I, I, it gave me time to only focus on one thing and I didn't have to see my family members. I'm like, all right, this is, a, this is a toxic man who clearly does not, cannot. I mean, look, but here's the thing. We know, okay, because like if Leonardo da Vinci wrote, you know, a memoir, he might have. I don't, books aren't really my thing. Um, if he, like, we'd be like, this person is insane. But that's, I think, the level of commitment it takes to do something at a level much higher than everybody else. You know what I mean? Most people that are that incredible at something don't also have a great relationship with their families don't also have, you know, weren't always there for their children. You right. know what I mean? And it just, it, it, that like, again, my dad, my dad had reached a level of being incompetent that most people don't reach, you know what I mean? And because <laughs> of that has a relationship with us as a family. But I think in order to, to sort of really reach those goals, you have to say, you have to sort of move aside you know, all those other, yeah, look, you and I know it best as comedians, in order to get to a level where you are touring and a big name and people are buying tickets specifically to see you, you're talking about a 16 to 20 year haul where your family barely gets to see you. Yeah. You've missed that on birthday parties, weddings. I, you know, I missed family weddings because I needed to perform in front of 20 people you know, upstate New York, you know what I mean? Like you, that, those things happen. So for Arsene Wenger to say that, I don't know that that, that level of manager is exactly what it takes. So to your point, I think that's what it takes 
But that type of manager no longer sits with one club for 30 years anymore. Of course. That of manager course. now moves around and, oh, you won in Ligon or come to a better club in Ligon. Oh, you won at, a, at the best club in Ligon? All right, now you're going to go to Bundesliga. Oh, my God, you won at Bayern for a few years? All right, come to a national team. Oh, wow, you were really good at that national team? Come to United or Real Madrid. But, That's kind of the – when I you kind of have to be that way now. But, well, when I think of – so who's like that now? I mean, Pep seems like that way now, right? Obsessive. Pep is doing that at a, at, a, at a slower pace, right? Because he does tend to stay at certain places a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But yes, but the, obsessive perfect. has his own style. Yeah. For sure. Almost seems I like – like, like something's wrong with him, right? Where he's like, all right, where you're like, relax. Nobody likes soccer that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can you talk to anybody else about anything else? Uh, but, you know, and I think it's like, I met Pep once, right? Um, you meet Pep Guardiola? I told you this story. He was here because he was doing his cancer treatments in New York. The old uh, Smithfield was owned by some of the Barcelona people. Okay. So they had a big Barcelona event upstairs. The security guard was a guy I knew from... Karma Lounge, the place where you could smoke inside. Right, right. And so he okay. knew me as a comic. And I was like, yo, what's, I was like, can I go upstairs? Because downstairs is full. He's like, nah, man, upstairs is some soccer thing. And I was like, oh, what is it? And he goes, I don't know. Everyone's wearing this jersey. He's like, look, peek in, look through the door. And there was a woman in a full Barca kit checking people in. I was like, oh my God, it's a Barcelona kid. He goes, yeah, that's what it is. Apparently the owners are upstairs. I was like, what? So I was like, yo, do me a favor. When they're leaving, come get me. And I've known this dude for forever. So he's like, all right. So literally he taps me on the shoulder and he's like, Hey man, everyone's standing outside waiting for their cars. So I run outside and it's the Barcelona board and Pep Guardiola. And I'm like, he's having conversations. He's talking to people. And I, I walk up to him. I go, yo, you Pep Guardiola. And he goes, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And he was like super nice. And I was like, yo, I'm an Arsenal fan. And he goes, okay, that's great. And I was like, yo, people say Arsenal is like, you know, Barca light, you know, but, is it because you can't play the Barcelona style in the Premier League? I was like, is it simply like the the four two three one, or can you do it? And I, as soon as I mentioned a formation, his face completely changed. He put his arm on my shoulder and he starts breaking down <laughs> why you can and can't play a four two three one in the Barca style, like the Tiki Taka style in the in the Premier League. But he starts explaining how he would do it in the Premier League, and I'm like, we had like a ten minute conversation, and I understood. Three and a half minutes of it, <laughs> and uh, what you would call it. And I said, uh, "So how come?" I was like, "Are you are you banging in or out?" And he goes, "Okay, if I'm out, then who do you replace him with?" And like he wanted to have yeah a conversation with me. He wanted, but like you've just spent this entire time <laughs> upstairs but, uh, talking about soccer, and because I brought up formations, you were who cares about the driver that's been sitting there waiting for him. Who cares about his cancer treatments? Who cares about the fact that he should probably go home and sleep? He literally just wanted to sit there and have that conversation. And in my head, I'm like, this is like if a fan comes up to you and says, yo, I'm a big fan. Or the difference is a fan comes up to you and says, hey, man, I saw you a couple months ago and you added this part to your joke. Right. You'd be like, right, let's do it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let's break like, it oh, down. You know, you know comedy. Yeah, though, Robert from Alexa. Did Alexis ask Pep why he took Alex Song from Arsenal? <laughs> Dude, Alex Song played pretty well in Barcelona once they given him a chance. Arteta's... Uh, to boobs league. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. My, that's Michael Raymond got his boob pun in there. Yeah, uh, let's go. Boy, should, have given, uh, boy, should have given him a pep talk. Manchester Sandu in the house. By the way, you know what I just noticed about Manchester Sandu? What? 
Now he's lowercase. He's no longer at all caps. Okay. So not, mm, not right. as loud. I, we, we, should, we would scream right. his name. Board uh, <laughs> Martin said, Alexis came out of the convo speaking Catalan. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen? That's why you always wear a wire, Alexis. But uh, I told him uh, when he goes, fine, if you replace him, then with who? And I was like, I mean, there's a lot of managers. I go, what about you? And he kind of started laughing. He was like, no, 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 no. And that's kind of when he decided like, all right, I got to get out of here. Because it's starting to get yeah. a little too deep about me moving to Arsenal. But you can see in his eyes, like this person, there's two modes. There's, ugh, I got to talk to civilians. Right. And yo, these are one of my people. Right. You know what I mean? And, and dude, uh, I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not that person. If I would have brought up 4231 Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he would have taken out a notebook. He was like, all right, tell me more about that. What is that? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I, I was at the NYCFC playoff game, uh, 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 you know, against uh, Atlanta United. Uh, exciting game. But I get there. And I, uh, I'm standing uh, by the entrance, and walking in is uh, Gerhard Struber, the rebel. Remember him? The re- he just did something great, right? What? The, I'm saying. Oh, Gerhard Struber is the. I'm sorry. I was thinking of who's the guy who played for NYCFC with the shaved head and the beard who just scored for like Joe Inga young Burgett. boys. Ingerberg, yeah, my bad. What's the hell? Yeah, that's the rebel man. That's the rebel uh, coach. The rebel manager. I saw. I see him at the game, and I and I said, "Hey, coach," and uh, stopped for a second. I just said, "Hey, man, rough, rough loss <laughs> against tough Philly. loss there, buddy." <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm like, first I was like, "Why are you here?" And then also, yeah. I'm like, "I don't know what to like to say to you." Uh, but yeah, he. Uh, I, I shook his hand, and uh, then and then he got to see NYCFC win. So I'm sure he wasn't too happy about it. Hey, <laughs> come on, uh, we got to go to that game. Yeah, that's right, Revs. That's gonna be the next game. Okay. Um, the uh, also got a says Fabregas back too. I think honestly, because of me, I think that's why we got says Fabregas. Uh, we had a chance <laughs> to get him back. We decided not to. Says Fabregas. I, I remember seeing an interview uh, uh, saying like. Arsenal was the, his favorite club to to play for. He, he has a he, he speaks very very highly of. Uh, I mean, Arsenal. he was a uh, he started his professional career at 16 years old. Mm. He was he's not a big guy now. He was tiny back then, and that was like slightly baggier kids. He looked like a kid wearing his dad's clothing out there. Yeah, dude. Uh, look at look at Kakuzma. I <laughs> who's who's seen the Kyle Kuzma photo, bro? My guy is getting fully roasted. By the <laughs> I way. mean, look, he he knew, he knew. I mean, let's not be crazy. I mean, it's it, it's a it's a good way to uh, to get some attention on <laughs> because if if we could blow up the internet by wearing something ridiculous, we bro. I immediately would. All right, bro. I'd be in a thong on the <laughs> internet, walking into a stadium near you. Uh, Crimson Pizza said, "I saw Dave Sarakin shopping for groceries in San Jose after he coached the U.S. Men's National Team." What? Every, does anybody? So, yeah, tell us some uh, it, it, stories. Whether it's a coach or a player, any any sightings that you that you've uh, you've seen that? Uh, yes, Dave Sarakin. Uh, not only he, he he has done our podcast, but Dave Zarekin, uh we also met him at MLS Cup, I mm-hmm. believe. Oh, it was it might have been MLS at Cup. The, no, it was All at the Star. VIP event. Right, uh, it might have been MLS All Star. It's All Star, yeah, yeah, it right. was All Star. And uh, and it, 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 yeah, we spoke to him for like twenty, maybe like twenty minutes. He was like awesome. He, I mean, this was in twenty eighteen, and he was uh, like. A fan of us. It was like unbelievable. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, man, great to see, you. great to finally meet you guys in person." Big fan of the show. I was like, "Yeah, and you, like, he, you, you, you coach the men's national team." <laughs> um, 
Crimson Pizza said he was on his way out. It seemed rude. Uh, X Michael Raymond said I ran into Kobe Jones at the club. My guy was lit. Let's go. <laughs> we just hung out with Kobe Jones in L.A. for for a little minute. We, we he was not at the club. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nero Nation said I saw Eric Williamson and Jeremy Abobasi at an ice cream shop. And it was lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Rum raisin. He, as far like, as the yeah, can see. Another interesting uh, uh, story or tidbit is Jeremy Abobasi's brother plays in uh, a league that I play in. I play in a, like a, in a Wednesday night league, and uh, his brother, uh, I believe he's in Patrick, if I'm not mistaken, plays, and he's. Great. He's I mean he's very very good <laughs> at, at soccer. But and he's so good that from time to time he'll just play goalie uh because he's like I'm t- uh, I'm going to just embarrass too it's many people. <laughs> I'm too good. Yeah. yeah. Uh anyone not getting audio. Robert from LA said. Uh-oh. No, no it's I see. That might be a you thing. Let's I, hope so. Christian, you touching I, buttons? I, I see the audio going through. No, everything's good. Very good. The stories of MLS players on Tinder. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Oh, boy. More or on Snapchat where they get <laughs> real wild with it. Like, this is attached to your name, my G. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, next up, um, let's talk. We were talking about Manchester United, but uh, Jaden Sancho scores his first goal for Manchester United. Long overdue. Scores against uh, Villarreal. Uh, in Champions also, League, let's let's give him some credit because I looked at Fatmob just to see what the player ratings were for this game, mm-hmm. and uh, he's actually he's actually done pretty well. It looks like not just did he score, and of course Fatmob is taking forever to upload, but I believe they gave him a nine point four. I see eight point one. I don't know. Yes, eight point one. Okay, I might have I might have made that up in my head. Okay, um, <laughs> but I uh, I mean looking like you know he's sort of. Made, yeah, there he is, an eight point one. So, so I mean, that's a great contributions. But the, you know the, what I mean. The, the controversy here was that Bruno Fernandez did not start this game. Uh, everybody was already. He hasn't had a shot on goal in four months. Did you know that? Uh, oh, I did not know that. Is that it's crazy? Is that accurate? How is that possible? Yeah, it's yeah, Bruno Fernandez. I saw that on uh, I saw that on Instagram earlier today. So obviously we're talking about Manchester United a lot, but th- th- I want to make sure Jaden Sancho scores his goal, and and people are so happy for him that it, it just it feels like like a Make a Wish kid doing like completing his dream. You know what I mean? Like it's like we all right. Let's I understand we're happy, but like we gotta temper how happy we are. The, the, he was a very, very expensive player and the, the expectations, uh, you know, he hasn't f- kind of met those expectations just yet. Uh, you know, again, he is, he is a, a player with a lot of potential, a lot of skill, but let's, let's relax. It was a good goal. Hopefully that builds his confidence and, 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 you know, they can move forward. But the other thing is Bruno Fernandez, not, not starting um, is was, was there, there was some controversy there. Uh, he, he he hasn't really been informed. But then now, after Ali got sacked, now the, you know, I, I've seen this from several people um, saying essentially that the the bringing Ronaldo into this team is what led to the demise of Ali Gunnar Solskjaer. The you know that he he's just changed his team so much, and that even if he whether he does well or not, you you have to start him every single time. 
And essentially, it seems like the fans are like, well, we have Ronaldo. We, we should win. Like, as if that is enough. He's also 38, 37. What is he, 36? I mean, you got to give him the ball in order for him to do something with it. And you got to get a player that can give him the ball, which is where I come up with, you know, Donny Van Der Beek and Jane Sancho. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Van Der Beek uh, started the game. And uh, I didn't. The kid's been on ice for two years, essentially. You got to give him time before he really shows you what he's got. Right. And then there's rumors that he that he wants to leave in January. There's rumors that Jesse Lingard is also also wanting to leave. I don't know if, uh, you know, all Jesse the- Lingard has stopped negotiating his deal. Yeah. And yeah, he's just sort of walked away from the negotiation table. He's just been, uh, he's just like, yo, West Ham, you know where I'm at. Make the yeah, call. Come on now. Right. East Ham, whoever. It don't matter. <laughs> Hamon. Yeah, my man. Uh, all these problems started long before Ronaldo. That's true. Uh, the Ronaldo thing didn't help. Ronaldo's 36 turning 37. Uh, 37 uh, turning 37 February 5th says Brushy 87. Um, you know, and I said that Donnie to Arsenal, please. We would love it. That's um, what I, yeah, that's what one of the rumors I heard. Uh, let's go. Donnie Van de Beek. Uh, yeah, I look, I, I look at Somebody, I think it was, um, pull up uh, Skulls' comments. Let me see if I can find it for you. Uh, because I, I thought this was, did, did you see this. the video? I saw the video, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought this was super telling. Um, and I kind of want you guys uh, to hear it. Uh, it was sort of a reaction to, um, if you look up uh, Skullsy on Twitter, you'll find it. I'm sure Bing will also get you to it. Well, I, I so I don't know which clip. I mean, the, the one I'm finding, the one I saw was like 40 seconds. And then the one I, here, I, I just put it in the chat here. Oh, no, I didn't. Give me one second. I just sure. got to copy and paste this thing. I just the word each. Paul, Paul Toes. <laughs> yeah. When I look up skulls, the, the, the first thing is a skulls daughter. Oh, wait, and- this actually isn't the clip, but I'll look, let me just paraphrase what he said. He basically said, everyone's freaking out about Michael Carrick. Michael Carrick was there. He was part of who was in charge with, um, <laughs> man just said, to said, Paul Toes. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, you know, he was already in charge of, you know, helping the players. He was there during all that. Where was he? This Where was this this whole time? You know, where where was this when Ole was there? And I think that's something that needs to be asked. You know, was it, was, was you know, Ole that in charge that Carrick couldn't make the changes he wanted? Or was it that Carrick held back knowing, hey, if this guy gets sacked, I get a shot at this. No, no, no. I mean, who who chooses the lineups? It is it is Oligano Social. It is it's, it's solely up to him. Uh, the look, I I think the move to 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 bench Bruno Fernandez does more than simply you know maybe hurt uh, Fernandez's ego. I think it says to the team, hey, it doesn't matter how much of a star player you are if you are not in form, uh, we you're not going to get the start. And and you know and and they obviously scored when Fernandez and and Rashford came in and he he made a big difference and maybe that was the boost that he needed maybe Bruno Fernandez needed to prove to somebody that he deserves to be in that to have that starting spot and getting benched probably is the thing that did it and maybe Carrick maybe Carrick probably suggested it to Ollie like hey 
he's not playing well. You want to bench him? Oh, I can't. Or no, like I don't. I don't think that's what we need to do. Who knows what's going to happen in the yeah, Premier League? Villa, I can see your point. Villarreal. It, it feels to me like where was this when Ole was there? You know what I mean? This, if you and I stop doing cooligans tomorrow and all of a sudden I'm dancing on TikTok, you'd be like, what the hell was this? You know what <laughs> I mean? We couldn't even get an engagement on the cooligans account <laughs> yeah, with this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> also, you look wildly out of shape. You're sweating. It's a seven second dance. Like, <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden now, and maybe, yeah, maybe a benching, you know, Bruno Fernandez. And maybe that goes to the point that you made, which is Ole's holding on to some of these players for a little too long. Um, but, you know, that's a decision you got to make. I think it's time. I think for me, I think it's time you look at everyone in this regime and you start asking some serious questions because when you bring in somebody else, they're probably going to bring in a whole staff with them. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like Carrick has got this job. It feels like they're going to go out and get a bigger manager. And supposedly that rumor is Mauricio Pochettino. Right. And I first, I just wanted to, before we talk about that, I want to mention this. This was from uh, uh, Graham Ruthven. Uh, he, he quoted <laughs> Rio Ferdinand. Remember when Ali was the interim manager, he said, Man United might not thank me, but get the contract out, put it on the table, let him sign it, let him write whatever numbers uh, he wants to put on there. And he, after Michael Carrick got the winning Champions League, he posted this again as if they should <laughs> go through the same exact process and, and, uh, and hire Michael Carrick as the permanent manager, which would be a, a lovely, uh, 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 you know, just chaotic storyline that I would love also, I to love see. when somebody holds on. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, oh, you're going to have to. <laughs> Let's go, uh, bro. It was great. Uh, Graham, Graham is also, yeah, he's uh, one of the uh, co-hosts on Total Soccer Show as well. Great, great dude. Um, so the uh, so Mauricio Pochettino, let's talk about this news because obviously Michael Carrick is not going to be the permanent manager for Manchester United. No. But this Pochettino leaving PSG to go, is this the right? This rumor is only getting hotter. Is this the right move? What would no. this? It's it's messy. It's Neymar. It's Mbappe. Look, it really is messy. Uh, which one call? I've heard Valverde uh, as interim yawn. Man, they are. Let Carrick do it. Why bring in Valverde? But um, they got Chelsea next. They've got Arsenal. They've got Crystal Palace, and then back to Young Boys. That's a weird uh, sentence. Um, <laughs> I think uh, Poch would be a fool to walk away before the summer. I also agree. But if you're if you're Manchester United, I almost applaud you for wanting to bring in yet another guy that's won nothing. Mm. You know, the rumor was that they wanted Zidane. Zidane's wife was like, we ain't doing all that, man. Right, Just right. a living. You feel me? Yeah. I can't go there. So the rumor is now that Zidane would hop in place at PSG. Zidane in Paris, the chef's kiss. That's beautiful. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, Zidane would take his place at PSG. Pochettino goes to Manchester United. If you're Manchester United fans, I see a lot of positivity around this. I'd be furious. Why would you bring me a manager that's won nothing? And it looks like he's going to win nothing with Neymar, Mbappe, Messi. They're, you know, no, he's not going to win. They're going to win the league. I mean, they're they're leading by quite a bit. Uh, right. They're in front. But come on. They're not going to win Champions League, which is like the real trophy for PSG. Look at the squad you have. You have the Monstars. Um, look, so, I mean, and that kind of begs another question. Like, is is you know, we, when Messi arrived and, and Sergio Ramos and, and Donnarumma and clearly it's a strong 
absolutely stacked squad, but are are PSG actually good? Like, it's is can can you safely say that? Especially when it comes I think to European in the same situation that Manchester United is in. The difference is they're at the top of the league, but I don't know that they're playing to the best of the capability of this squad. Yeah, of the players you just named, and that has to fall flat on the hands. Or at the feet of the manager. That's the manager. Manager Santos said uh, Poch is so overrated. Uh, he was the manager of Tottenham. But overrated that seems, should ruin his career. Also made it to a Champions League final. Like did it, he win? He didn't win. But to say he's overrated is such a stretch. That is the- what, are you, what, what are you talking about? Look, Manchester United is in Southampton. Manchester United is a team that has spent. Half a billion dollars and is ready to win, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to bring a guy. You're going to bring in a guy who made it to the Champions League final. Not only didn't win, but was sacked immediately after. But Alexis, the people they want to bring in are saying no. What? What are you gonna? What are you gonna that's do? When, <laughs> that's when you start to question what's going on, and also you don't bring in a guy that's a stop. This is another stopgap. I don't understand. Why you want? Why do? Why are fans happy that you're going to bring a guy that hasn't won anything? I wanted at Arsenal. I wanted someone who could right the ship, start developing the youth players again, and comes in with a system that will be with us for a long period of time. And I got exactly what I wanted. It hasn't been <laughs> Pochettino. <laughs> Tito. Um, thank you, Michael. Thanks, Michael Raymond. Uh, always there when we need you. Uh, I didn't want like Ancelotti was mentioned Ancelotti to United next season. I didn't want an Ancelotti. I didn't want uh, uh, some of these managers that have sort of jumped around from team to team. You know what I mean? A Rafa, Rafa Benitez. I didn't want that. What I wanted was someone who was, you know, could sort of build, build the club the right way. I got that. I, you're, I wasn't in the position. Arsenal wasn't in the position. Four, to say, we need four nil to win lost right to now. Liverpool the right Look, way. You're good. <laughs> Wow. Okay, hold on. First of all, it's at Anfield. Okay. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Not everyone goes in there and wins. In fact, it's rare. It's happened, but it's rare. But the, yeah, uh, and it's super rare not, for us. You know, they don't often get into yeah, fist fights with the opposing manager as well. <laughs> Just goes to show you, bro. Yo, Arteta wants all that smoke. He's like, I don't care about you and your big ass teeth. <laughs> um. When you look at Manchester United, they're in a different place. They don't need to sort of get rid of dead weight and fix what's happening. They literally are right there waiting to win. You need to bring in a manager that is proven can win. That's why Akante was perfect for them. That's why, you know, managers that can come in and win right away are exactly what they should be looking for. And a Pochettino. Pochettino is going to instill an entirely new system. It's going to take months for that to take effect. And it's still never been proven to win. Uh, Brushy87 said, ideally, I'd like an experienced interim with a view to Ten Hag in the summer. Uh, but along with Van der Sar and Overmarster plays Ed Woodward and Murtaugh. Dude, you guys are not getting rid of Ed Woodward. <laughs> they, yeah, they you got to stop. That name, that's it. He is the, he is the emperor. He is not uh-huh. going anywhere. It's <laughs> He's the one making these decisions. That's Michael <laughs> you know Raymond said, mean? Bob Bradley to Man United. Oh, man, that would be great. <laughs> oh, dude. Apparently, there's a, there's a lot of rumors of uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer going to LAFC. That'd be fun. Let's have a good time. That'd be fun. Um, okay. The uh what else is uh left to oh um uh Nor- Norwich. Norwich has a new They've updated their badge. They've updated their badge. Actually, let me go through. Have they modernized it? I don't know, but they've so, updated it. Let's yeah, I want to talk about this real quick because I didn't realize how 
uh, dated the original badge was. I, I really did not know. I don't know why I didn't notice this, but when you look at the old one versus the new one, it's just like, what? It's, this was like a, a third grader's drawing that they made into the, the, also, the club crest. Can we? The bird isn't too bad, right? The ball of the bird is on, has weird lines on it. But look at but the. But can we talk about the lion? The lion looks like a ghost. What? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it looks like a ghost with a high top. <laughs> it looks like a Rorschach test. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's really bad. It's uh, yeah. I, I really never looked at it this closely. But no, they do. Their have kids a- have always been kind of dope. The ball looks like a tomato. Yeah, it's first of all a perfect circle, which is always kind of odd. So this is the new... Uh, they updated the castle. The new badge. That scary lion. The actually lion. looks like a lion now. If you notice, they made use of what's called negative space. So it's not black lines. It's actually like invisible lines. And the green peeks through. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Pizza. <laughs> that, that's not a lion, Pizza. Uh, which we call it. So there's the lines are gone now from the ball. The mm-hmm. bird's a little bit bigger and more shapely. But again, it's called negative space. Uh, but this seems to me like it's going to be sublimated. You know what I'm talking about? Like this is a badge. Like this is an actual badge that's right. like that's like attached to the kit. This feels like this is just going to be painted on the kit, which right. I hate. Sublimated I logo. Mean, it, it won't be that, but it, no, I get- that's look. The other one had the black line around it, which you could tell was like part of the badge. This doesn't have any definitive line around it. This right, right, this right. is going to be sublimated. This is a move to save money. Maybe, but look, I mean, look at the difference. What a stark. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, does look like, and we let a third grader do it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, okay. Well, it's some improvements at Norwich. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're going to be seeing this badge in the championship uh, next year. So uh, hopefully they enjoy it. But uh, yeah, they're having a rough, uh, rough Like, I know we took a bunch of L's, but look at this new badge, though. Mm. Huh? Uh, they did win their first match. I just right? had to say, Ed Woodward drew it to save money. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, okay. By the way, the, uh, the chat was talking about the next big match uh, for Manchester United is Chelsea. So let's see what you got, Carrick. Um, real quick, we can take a look at the uh, Premier League uh, results over the weekend. Manchester City absolutely demolished Everton. What are you going to do there? I mean, people already know the scores at this point. Um, I mean, anything to react to? Any big results? I mean, Burnley, Crystal Palace, a 3-3 game. Newcastle, Brentford, a 3-3 game. I think the biggest, unfortunately, is Liverpool just completely destroying Arsenal 4-0. But I, I did not think we would go in there and completely smash them. I had hopes. I, I could see how we might be able to win. But, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, Liverpool this season are at a different level than we are. Liverpool, uh, Liverpool's playing for the, for, the, for the league. We're playing to get in top four. If we finish in top four, that is a overwhelmingly positive result. 100%. If Arsenal, I mean, if Liverpool finishes in second, you'd be like, all right, I get that. Two totally, totally different, um, you know, uh, club situations. Manchester Sandu says... City will be PSG three to one. That's going to be the next. That's going to be a big match tomorrow. Yeah, right, right. Um, oh, or today, if you're listening to this, when we release it. The uh, up uh, upcoming Premier League matches. We'll look at Champions League uh, in a moment, but upcoming Premier League matches. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I think that biggest one is Brentford Everton, bro. <laughs> bro, if, bro, if Everton can't get points against Brentford, it's gonna be an absolute nightmare. This is not. It's getting to the point where I'm like, uh, you know, Rafa, if losing here, I've heard rumors that the that the board is is looking at alternatives if uh, Everton lose uh, to Brentford, and, and Rafa may not be able to keep his job uh, too much longer. So it's it, it's. It's a serious, uh, it's serious right now. That seems like a mistake. Rafa is the guy to build over time. Yeah. I'm mean, like, I would say Everton's. You're poor not going to get relegated. Everton's poor form at look, the being injured, Richardson uh, missing several games, uh, uh, just d- dealing with the, the Dominic Calvert-Lewin still being injured. Like these, these three players alone, and there've been more, but those three players alone have, it, it's, it, you, they, they haven't been replaced. They, they just have not. They, 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 the production, the, the, the calmness on the ball, uh, and, and also I still they, they shouldn't have got rid of Hamas. I, I know he was like a problem and he wasn't training hard, whatever. But having Hamas right now would be a dream, especially with the injuries. I think I, I think I mentioned this before, like uh, when when they were talking about letting Hamas go. I'm like, who, there's nobody that can replace what he does. He's such a accurate passer. Uh, and it was just, look, I, st- I think it was a mistake. I, I, I'll still stand by that. I think it was a mistake to, to let him go. Um, hey, but if he was a uh, cancer in the, uh, in the changing room, then you got to do it. You work around the cancer. You, can- <laughs> you got That's a doctor. It's American healthcare for you. <laughs> Buddy, around the tumor. Just shave around the tumor. How long is DLC out for? I don't know. I, I, um, I think he'll be back before like Boxing Day, but I don't I don't know what the I don't know how severe it is. I haven't, I haven't heard anything. Um, the OK, uh, what's left? Uh, oh, yeah. Let's uh, take a quick look at the uh, Champions League matches uh, tomorrow. Did you see the Robert from LA said, did you see James's new hairstyle? Did you? I did. I did. Neon green, right? Is it like a green and bluish? Uh, green, right? Yeah, it, it is. I put Hamas Rod Green Des. Mm. Uh-huh. Real clever. I think. It, Come on, waste waste of a tweet. To be honest, yo, Crimson Pizza put. Uh, where where is it? Hold on a second. Oh, now I missed it. Man, I spent so many gully bucks. I only have fifty k left. And <laughs> started with over a hundred thousand. Look at that. Bro. Um. Yeah. Look. Uh, I mean, Hamas. You know what? Look, but credit to Hamas. Hamas got back on the national team. Played yeah. played in the two matches, so I think that they, you know, the, the uh, Rueda, the coach there, I think he just wanted to see him get some game time, and uh, you know, he he wasn't he wasn't dominant by any means in the World Cup qualifiers, but he got called up. So uh, I mean, my guy is at all side, right? Um, I, all side, I think so. Okay, yeah. Uh, champion, Paolo uh, Minnesota said DLC. Do, don't they sing waterfalls? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's like, I don't want no scrubs, dog. <laughs> Did I say DLC or DCL? I don't remember what. I might, have, I might have said DLC, which is also downloadable content in the gaming world. Anyway. Hey. Uh, okay, thank you, Toffees, for the three points on Sunday. Suckers. That's <laughs> um, Club Bruges uh, taking on RB Leipzig uh, tomorrow, or if you're listening to this today, Champions League. Um, RB Leipzig last in the in their group. They also Jesse Marsh 
and somebody else tested positive for COVID, so he will not be available at this, oh, geez. At this match. So you hate to see it. Uh, Hopefully they're uh, they're vaccinated so they can survive it without I, any issues. I hope so. Um, Manchester City against PSG. Yeah, we were talking about this. Uh, Manchester City. Th- this is look. I, I, this is going to be a bigger challenge for PSG um, because uh, is Messi going to even play in this game? Um, I assume he is. He was dealing with an injury, but I, I he did play for Argentina a little bit. Uh, <laughs> that don't necessarily mean shit. I know. Yeah. So. Yeah, you got to favor Manchester City here, hundred percent. They, they, this should be a, a somewhat easy victory, I think, for, for Manchester City, even regardless of how, how good. Uh, it's that word "think," <laughs> you know. That's what gets me every time. <laughs> um, Atletico Madrid against AC Milan. Uh, uh, where's Atletico on the table? There, uh, they're what second. Uh, let's, I mean, let's quick, take a quick look at the table. Third. Third. Yeah, they really need, they need a victory there badly. Uh, uh, we'll see. They should win. I mean, the, uh, Milan has been bad in Champions League, uh, but they, Zlatan also got, got a new deal. He is with, uh, I mean, he's going to play till 42 years old. <laughs> uh, new deal with AC Milan. Uh, so clearly things are working out. Uh, more like, uh, Oh, I don't know if it'll work. <laughs> uh, it probably won't, but you're going to have to do it anyway. <laughs> what is, I can't, now I can't think about it. Ah, damn it. I was going to say more like pulled AC, but it's not, <laughs> that clearly doesn't work. <laughs> uh, so the, uh, so Atletico Madrid against Milan, Liverpool, Porto. Uh, I mean, that should be a breeze for Liverpool. Uh, and uh, Dortmund, a uh, sporting uh, is that's also going to be a pretty big one because uh, they're tied on points. So uh, there's obviously two matches left for for a lot of these uh, uh, clubs in Champions League. Uh, and yeah, they desperately need points. Um, also, I don't know if you saw Barcelona against Benfica. They could have been almost knocked out of Champions League, but there was a late uh, missed goal from... Um, uh, what, I forgot his name, but if you look at this photo, um, uh, Severich or something like that, I believe this did not lead Insane. to a goal. This did not. If you're looking at this photo, this did not lead to a goal. It's unbelievable. He kicked it. He kicked it over Ter Stegen. It was a beautiful play. He he probably could have taken one more touch into. He could have touched to the left, or I mean to the right, to the right, and gone. Yeah, because or the, he could have passed it pass, to. Look uh, at this guy. He's wide open. He could have just lobbed it over, you know what I mean? Uh, the oncoming defender. He ended up. I don't know how he ended up. If hitting, you show someone this photo, this is one of those things that will be painted on a wall somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you look at the, um, uh, if you watch the actual play, yeah, he hits it over. He hits it to the left, uh, just just out, right uh, outside the post. Terrible because it would have been. It would have put Benfica <laughs> in second place, and they would have been able to. Uh, they would have been in position to move on to the the knockout round. Uh, Manchester Sanders said, Barca paid him. What a tit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, all right. Another Prem show in the books, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, everybody here on Twitch, we appreciate you. Uh, you know, we uh, we in- hope you have a good Thanksgiving. You know? Thank you. Martin. <laughs> um, uh, we were asked what Europa match we're going to watch on Thanksgiving. So that is what Leverkusen versus Celtic. Zag, uh, Dinamo Zagreb versus Genk. Uh, uh, 
Krevenas and Zvezda versus Ludogratz Razgrad. That's right versus Marseille. Why are you sweating? Jesus Christ. Bro, my brain was just like, don't do it, dude. Locomotive versus Lazio. Michelin versus Braga. And Rapid Vienne versus West Ham. Oh, that might be a great match, actually. There's a lot more, but I'm not going to read them all. Uh, That's way too much. Leicester versus Liga, uh, Legia, Warsaw. That's a good one. This, this, Damn, there's a lot there's of games. So bro. many. Games. This is we don't need conference league. This is what. That's all this proves. Why do we need? Yeah. Let these <laughs> let these people rest. Why do we need to be? <laughs> they haven't earned the the opportunity to exercise in the middle of the week. This is this is not. This there's is a not, lot. Low key, Spartak uh, Moscow versus Napoli is also going to be a great match. So yeah, I think I mean Celtic versus Leverkusen might be fun, but I think West Ham is probably the match to uh, to watch. Brushy eighty seven said we need a segment where Alexis tries to say Europa League team names. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, Alakron said I enjoyed my stay. Thank you so much. Thank you, uh, Robert from LA said Alexis is nailing it. Ah, come on. <laughs> uh, X Macaraymon said time to watch MLS playoffs. The kings of soccer. That's right. That's a, you know uh, Thanksgiving. There's also the the Colorado uh, Rapids uh, against. Seattle? Who are they playing? Sporting Kansas City? Yeah. No, RSL's playing Seattle. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's um, uh, Sporting Kansas City. So that's, you know, going to be watching that game uh, on Thanksgiving. So a lot of, a uh, lot of soccer going on uh, during the holidays in, in America. Um, I, I hope uh, in England you celebrate Thanksgiving as well. Uh, you know, uh, don't do, they do it like a bunch of days before us? Don't they, do they have a similar type of holiday like Thanksgiving in, uh, in the UK? Isn't know. it there's like um a day where you eat like roasts and shit? Is that like closer to Christmas? Maybe that's a Christmas thing. I don't know if they I know they don't have Thanksgiving, but you have Russia like 87 a family. said we do not, and Losader said no as well. There's not even like a a day, I guess not. Yeah, there's nothing. There's not that's why the British have nothing to be thankful for. They're just Boxing okay. Day? Boxing Day might be the 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 closest as far as like getting family together and eating but i don't know repackage gifts that you don't want isn't that what boxing day is you give it to to the peasants the gifts to the peasants (laughs) sunday sunday roast okay so every sunday is essentially but there's not like a super sunday roast you know what i mean like (laughs) one where it's like really special uh but yeah hope hopefully everybody uh if you're if you're celebrating a holiday uh we hope you have a, a good time um just uh, well, we we we're not gonna mention it just yet, but you'll hear more news next week. We have a very 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 big surprise uh, happening next week um, on the uh, TV show. Uh, we get the Cooligans are making moves. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of. Uh, it's gonna be a big one. It's gonna be a big one. So uh, tune in for one of us more than. <laughs> Stephen Jumbo Jet, thank you. Um, so to make sure, I feel like I feel like a Jamaican DJ just thinking <laughs> over this show every time it happens. I'm gonna just start daggering right now. Yeah, okay? yeah. One shot forward, two shot rewind. <laughs> so um, I don't forget you can watch the Cooligans on social media, on Fubo, and Ponde River, and Ponde <laughs> and Ponde Bank. <laughs> not Meg, not Meg is scratching on the door. Um, uh, make sure that you tune into Prem Show next week. Uh, there is no new episode this week, which is Thanksgiving. They, we're going to re-air the Friendsgiving episode with Jillian Sakovitz and Susanna Collins. That's what will air on, on Football Sports Network. But next week, 
I'm telling you, uh, everybody in this in this room right now is going to be the the air horns are going to be popping. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be wild when so, you find out uh, what we're doing. So, so tune in uh, next week. Well, uh, by I use by, probably by Prem Show next week. You'll you'll know what we're talking about. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, but make sure you tune in, especially. Uh, yeah, it's going to be very very fun. Okay. Yeah, rubber from LA with the air horn. By the way, Crimson Pizza said it takes a lot of time with my family, so I'll be very happy. Can't wait to see all the food the Gully Squad Slack. Perfect time to join. That's true. That food porn uh, section <laughs> of the uh, Slack channel gets crazy. And the and the porn that. porn section is also pretty good. Oh, Ryan, <laughs> who knew y'all got down like that? <laughs> really, you know, the community's becoming uh, a lot closer than I expected. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, someone's in too close. <laughs> uh, but thank you, everybody. You guys are the absolute best. I appreciate you hanging out with us on Twitch. Always have a great time every single week. Uh, Airhorn, uh, Airhorn, it didn't work out. It wasn't too bad. Maybe, it wasn't too bad. Maybe. I like it. I think we need to have a uh, agree or disagree uh, button. Okay. Let us know what other sounds we should add to this show. Yeah, tweet at us, especially at Soccer Cooligans. Uh, if, uh, if you have any ideas for, for channel rewards or things that we should do on here, we're, we're seriously trying to make this as fun as possible. So, um, the uh, yeah, g- uh, give us a follow on, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on, on TikTok as well. We uh we're on there. Yo, follow us everywhere, bro. Look at look at look at the uh the link tree. Takes up the whole page. Look at That's this. how much we do. So much going on. Oh, I, I just I made this the other day. Let me know if you appreciate this because do you do you, did you ever see this video of this girl? No. Okay, so this uh I mean this This I don't things I just don't This uh video is incredible. Um uh let me can I make this full screen? I did yeah. see I saw part of this that she's like I don't understand wind. She doesn't understand she's she makes a list of things that she does not understand and it's super uh it's it's funny in itself. So then I decided to edit in Jack Grealish into this video. Uh so this is this is it. This I don't things I just don't understand. The winds. What? Like what is it? How <laughs> What? what is wind? I don't get it. Never will. Many. Why don't they just print loads of many off? She's just like, saying why? many. Like I don't, then no one would be poor. I just don't get it. The world. How is it one of the smallest planets? But then nine billion people live on it. And animals. Don't get it. How? Why? <laughs> Electricity. I know it comes from the pylons, but how does it get to the pylons? Like what? what? Because she was in. We'll never <laughs> understand that. This is what you spent your time on. I spent like like about 30 minutes doing this. 11. Who thought of that? Don't like it. The ocean. How is it so deep? Why is it so deep? Don't get it. I just don't understand space. I just don't get it. Like, I just... Well, I mean, you're also not the first person who looked at something and was like, I'm going to allow this, by the way. Uh, X Maker Raymond says she needs to blow her nose. (laughs) That was blocked just in case. Um, Oh, my God. That that accent. What part of England is that accent? Yeah. Her name is, um, I believe, Katie Pierce on TikTok. Sports card director saying she's making some good points. So funny. It was just like a great video. And I, she kept saying, what, what? So I'm like, oh, I love that. The Jack Grealish. That's what I'm saying. Like, where is that accent from? <laughs> uh, does anybody know what, what, uh, where, where's that, uh, from? What region that is? Grimsby. Said, Grimsby. Up north. Up north. Okay. Damn, dude. <laughs> Los Hater. Los Hater. Yeah, coming out hot. I don't think that's a section of England, Los Hater. 
but but super fun. So follow us on TikTok. I'm always trying to edit a bunch of fun, uh, dumb, silly stuff. I oh, I did this as well. Um, That's on Amazon. Where you get that? This, this is the, yeah, I did see this. This was that's on Amazon. I mean, are you just gonna play Wait. all the things you've done here? I I this is the last two I did. All right, bro, uh, bro, I'm spending my time working on stuff, trying to grow on these social media platforms, as we're being told that we have to do. Uh, so Ugh, it is annoying. It is very frustrating, but I I would like to reap the rewards of my time editing these very silly things. Okay, so follow us on there at Sakakooligans on TikTok. We would appreciate it. Okay, that's it, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Uh, if you listen to if you listen to this podcast, we hope you have uh, an incredible Thanksgiving. Enjoy yourself. Uh, with time with family. Hopefully, you like your family. Hopefully, you're not with your family if you hate your family. So. Hey, what yeah. a benefit. Okay, you so that's, that's that's something to be thankful for, that you're not with your family. Uh, uh, God bless. Everybody on Twitch, seriously, all absolute best. We uh, we have a million, billion things to be grateful for. On, on You know, it's been a insane year and a half, especially here on Twitch. And, and uh, it's the fact that we won, if you... If you've been able to survive this uh, absolute ridiculous time in in the world's history, uh, we applaud you and thank you again for constantly supporting us and joining us. I mean, like all the stuff that you got to be thankful for that we we're not going to say at the table. You know what I mean? Right. We're, we're thankful for you guys. Yeah, seriously. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. We appreciate you. Uh, with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The Cooligans!